Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of This Week in Carding on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole. Episode number four, uh, one of our newest podcasts here on the EKN Radio Network. It's Friday, December 21st. Uh, almost getting ready to, to roll into the Christmas holidays. Of course, David Cole and I would want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and, of course, a Happy New Year. Happy Holidays to all of you tuning in here on EKN Radio. Uh, you know, David, it's uh, a more of a relaxed day for me. We're, we're obviously trying to do whatever we can to get things done and wrapped up and uh, one more podcast done to cap off the year here on EKN Radio. But uh, you got the kids, bro. It's uh, the, It's Friday. And they're going to be coming in the door jacked up on Mountain Dew in a couple hours, are they not? Mountain Dew, candy, sugar, sugar, sugar cookies, <laughs> not to mention the cookies we're making early, later today. And it's just, oh, dude, it's chaos. You know what? I, and I feel horrible for you because this weekend, I'm going to work a bit this weekend. I'm going to watch a bit of football, but I'm gonna, I might sleep in, I think, most of the days. How about you? <laughs> if you have you not seen the SNL skit of Family Christmas uh, with Matt Damon? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love, dude. That was good. That sums up I- Christmas with kids <laughs> to a T. To a T. Oh, uh, dude, I'll be thinking. Not to you. mention sure. in laws. You know, I I have some great in laws, but yeah, you just you have sometimes you just have that feeling with family members coming over and thinking calling out racist things and yeah it's just insane. best best of luck to all our uh, ekn nation all the families that are going to roll into christmas and uh, have everyone over and of course have and christmas morning is obviously a lot of fun but we know that the parents uh, like david cole and renee are going to be exhausted for, of course at the end of the 25th dave let's wrap things up because there have been a lot of things going on and that's why we'll kind of cap off the year here with one more issue of this weekend carding uh before I, before we jump in dave uh, podcast number 53 for us this year. That's pretty solid. We knocked out some good content this year. 53rd podcast Hold on, of the who year. counted that? Did you count that? Dude, I have a full spreadsheet. I know. Ex- yeah, I have a full full spreadsheet. Are you sure it's 53 for the year, not total? 53. 53 for okay, the year, Dave. Remember, we did yeah. stuff in yeah. 2017. I want to make sure you're well, on point with this. Well, somewhere. hold on. The fu- yeah, we did an Operation Grassroots that we taped on a record. I keep saying taped, and people make fun of me because <laughs> we don't tape anything anymore. <laughs> I show I show my age. We recorded an Operation Grassroots on December the twenty first of two thousand seventeen, but I don't think it aired until the start okay. of two thousand nineteen or two thousand eighteen. So fifty three podcasts. Is that available on vinyl too? Uh dude, vinyl's coming back. You know it is. Vinyl's <laughs> the best. Rich sound, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have, we're going to have some vinyl of our, our best, the best of our greatest hits from the weekend. Well, there you go. Hold on. There, now that we're at Christmas, what's your best Christmas vinyl album that you used to listen to or still do? Uh, well, I'm, I'm Canadian, so I've got Bob and Doug McKenzie's Christmas. <laughs> on vinyl? On vinyl. <laughs> of course I have it on vinyl. Uh. Take off. Uh, you know what? Honestly, I don't have a lot. Uh, I have one that my uh, my grandmother gave me. It's actually, and my mom gave me. It's Elvis Presley, an old school Elvis Presley Christmas album. Pretty badass. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank it's you pretty badass, much. man. He was the king. All right. You see, what? my 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 family was Beach Boys. The Beach Boys. All right. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good Christmas right. album. I hear you on that. That's good. Good stuff. All right, folks. Let's let's talk about some stuff. We got a lot going on here. So this weekend, carding fifty third podcast of the year, David. Uh, over the past uh, week, obviously the biggest news to hit, and it came out after we were kind of done for the evening. You were finished up. I jumped on it to get it on the website. Um, 
Biggest news really was national number one driver in the Supercarts USA Pro Tour, Ryan Norberg, our national number one ranked in the ECAN driver rankings. He and PSL Karting uh, parting ways uh, after the Super Nats. Uh, PSL issuing issuing their press release stated that, that they parted ways with with Ryan. Uh, I don't think it, well, obviously major news, but I think I kind of took Ryan off guard as well. I think he knew about it before the podcast came out, or rather the, the the press release came out. We did a podcast with him afterwards. That's pretty big news in the sport to see a national number one part from his team. Not too far after the same thing happened with AJ Myers. The pro shifter champion on the pro tour, he ended up parting ways with TB Cart USA. So, man, you just you think if you win a championship, you're pretty locked in your seat. Apparently not. Well, you keep using the word parting ways, yeah. and I don't think they were parting ways. I think with with Norberg, he he was released. Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, he was released. Uh, the 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 Myers and TB Cart. I I think it's the same yeah. situation where I think TB Cart said, "Okay, it's time to let you go." Um, so yeah, it's not a, it's not a mutual thing. Uh, I don't think for either parties, uh, in both the Norberg case and Myers case. And, you know, that's, uh, so now it leads, you know, as you said, it leads to, okay, where, where where's Norberg going? We know now Myers has found a home with, uh, Mad Old Nut Racing and Croc Promotion Racing USA, uh, obviously showing well at Supernats with that new combination, uh, placing second behind Musgrave, but, uh, you know where is Norberg going to land, yeah. and I, you know, is is it is it going to happen at Daytona? Are we going to see him in Daytona? Are we going to, or is it going to be, you know, the uh, one of the Florida races that we go to in January? Well, I did the podcast, the Hot Seat podcast, with him, and he was kind of aloof, didn't want to say too much, but he knew that man, that was one of the issues. It was obviously dropped late, in the, you know, in, in the middle to late December. Man, there's not a lot of time to hook up with another team, but the minute it happened, he told me the phone started ringing off the hook. People were calling. There was text messages. People were contacting me saying, hey, how do I get a hold of Ryan? Uh, it'll be interesting to find out where he does land. I, I can't see him showing up at Daytona, but, man, stranger things have happened. Maybe he rolls into Daytona and uh, uh, with a new team with some new colors, and, and we'll see what happens. But uh, a lot of speculation, of course, where Ryan Norberg will, will land after the split from, from PSL Karting. We did the Hot Seat podcast. Uh, we'll make sure it gets played throughout uh, the weekend, throughout the Christmas holidays. We'll jam it in there if we can. And I think, David, you'll probably get the podcast uh, lined up pretty soon to get it on uh, iTunes as well. Do you have the plan to do that in the near future? Uh, yeah, the podcast will be uh, posted probably the day after Christmas. I, I think we're going to put up a bunch of uh, a podcasts on that day. Um, I, we'd like to get them up sooner, but obviously we're running them through, uh, the radio network first. So, uh, yeah, they should be, we should have a bunch of a podcast available, uh, on the 26th. As always folks, that's the way that we approach our, uh, our online content here, the radio content, the first opportunity to hear any of our new shows, any of the podcasts, whether it's a debrief, a hot seat industry insider, one of our bookets, uh, all those coming first streaming on the EKN radio network. Once we do that for a couple of days. David preps it up for podcast, and at that point, available on iTunes, Google Play, and of course, ecardingnews.com slash podcast. So again, moving on to the next bit uh, that, that landed on the EKN homepage over the last week. Again, this is the fourth episode of This Week in Carding, our final podcast of the 2018 season. David, you uh, spent some time working on your uh, EKN Constructors Championship 
spreadsheet, throwing the results in, breaking everything down, and really probably not surprising after uh, you calculated the results of 39 different national and regional events around the uh, the country. Tony Cart uh, topping the charts again for the eighth straight season. They obviously have uh, a lot of drivers who are fully leveraging their uh, you know, really good hold on market share in terms of drivers running on the national level and regional level. They end up with a big win, but there were some actually some pretty interesting, um, you know, evolutions, guys moving forward, uh, our teams and and manufacturers moving up the list because uh, obviously we're seeing some a certain brands kind of step to the forefront, especially here in, in 2018. Yeah, Tony Kart's had a stranglehold on junior, senior, master competition. Um, you know, a lot of it is is due to the single speed categories. Uh, I think we see a more diverse uh, chassis list uh in the shifter categories including like aluminos and crg and and other other models as well but you know otk holding three of the top five positions with cosmic in second fa cart in fourth you know cosmic with a lot of rollison performance group uh, results through pro tour yeah. and and other uh events throughout the season fa cart a number of privateers that are on the fa cart rather than on a tony cart or cosmic uh, Comet Cart Sales is, is one of those shops that pushes out the FA card a lot. Uh, so we see a lot of racers uh, in those three brands uh, throughout the season and, and really, you know, gives OTK a, a good stranglehold of of the market share really in uh, in North America and United States. Uh, obviously, Burrell Art in there as well with PSL Karting and uh, Prime Power Power Team with uh, with Ryan Norberg and Ryan McDermott, the young Canadian. Cart uh, Republic rolling into fifth uh, to debut their first year on the Ecan Constructors Championship. Of course, Cart uh, Sport North America, the importer of the Cart Republic chassis, and of Brandon Jarsacrack, so strong in the Scusa Winter Series. Uh, you know, Lorenzo Travis Anuto running at the Winter Series as well through WK Manufacturers Cup, USPKS, the Scusa Pro Tour. Uh, Jarsa Crack doing a lot of heavy lifting uh, for Kart Sport North America. Now, David, you'll find this interesting. I haven't talked to you about this yet, but I was chatting with with uh, Mike Smith from Cal Speed Karting uh, online yesterday, and he was really intrigued reading through the Constructors Championship. And he asked me, and we just you kind of just mentioned it there, and I love the idea. He said, what do you guys think about doing a, a follow-up article to kind of break it down a little bit? Because you said it, the Tony Kart's in single speed really strong. You, you see the CRGs and the Aluminos really strong in shifter. And then, of course, you go to the cadet categories, and it's all, you know, Nitro Karts, uh, Bennick, uh, Parallel. There's different chassis and different groups. That, would be, I think, would be a cool follow-up article to kind of say, hey, here's, your, here's the guys that are front-running in single speed. Here's the guys that are front-running in gearbox. And here's the, you know, kind of front-runners in cadet. That's a really, I think, would be a really interesting article, cross-section, to see who's strong in which area. Well, we kind of broke down by the different re, uh, series pro that we go to. So if 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 you're look looking to see who's strong in WKA, you can go. You know, our our standings show that. Um, yeah. So we we broke it down by 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 series. Uh, you know, like as and I was going to mention that. Uh, you know, a couple only a couple years ago did we add the cadet, which is just mini. Uh, age group. It doesn't include micro. So nothing, nothing below 10 years and younger. So not including kid carts, not including micro. So it's only the mini or say a sportsman category that in- includes 12 year old, 12 years old and, and stuff like that. Um, you're breaking down by classes. 
it's something we can look at probably in the future for sure. Um, again, our program is based on a class having 10 drivers in that class. If that, if that class does not have 10 drivers, such as, you know, you look at the pro tour, um, S4 didn't have 10 drivers all season long. So Ricardo and Burrell art and CRG lost points throughout the season, uh, in, in that category. So, I mean, it's something we can, I mean, we have it bro- broken down by class, uh, throughout the year. It just, it again, takes time to, uh, to kind of look at that, um, more closely. Yeah, and, and time is not something that David has right now. We're uh, we're pretty flat out, of course, uh, working our way into the 2019 season, getting dialed in with all of our e-carding news uh, advertising partners. Uh, big thank you, to, of course, to them, man. If you're a, if you're a follow a follower of what we do on Ecan, you like what we do. If you love listening to the Ecan Radio Network, do us a favor. If you're making a decision to buy a product, uh, choose one of the companies that support eCardingNews.com. Because without them, we wouldn't be here. You, there wouldn't be a radio network. There wouldn't be anything that we do. So a big thank you to all of the, of the advertisers in the industry that uh, that support eCardyNews.com. So, David, one more bit here in our first segment. Uh, CRG Nordam making a move. Of course, this uh, news coming in from, from CRG, we got it on the homepage on eCardyNews.com and, and pushed out on our social media as well as we do uh, with all of our uh, primary news. Uh, CRG adding uh, Tony Tesoro as the team manager. He's going to move into the race team manager role, going to develop dealer networks with the racing sector, and also going to start promoting the CRG rental cart line. Uh, Tony has obviously been around the sport a long time. His son used to race as well, but Tony's just a fixture at all these races uh, as a mechanic, uh, you know, engine uh, technician. I like the move for, for CRG Nordam, putting him into a into a pretty strong role. It's not an unfamiliar role as he has run his own team before, um, yep. and he's really found a home with CRG Nordam, working with uh, Tyler Maxson and some other drivers throughout the season. Uh, so I think it's a good fit for both. You know, Tony, as you said, brings a lot of experience uh, into the position, and it gives you know uh, Ewan and. Um, and uh, Tanini, you know, a good a good person to uh, to keep uh, keep the ship running straight uh, when 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 you're back home and and uh, on the other side of the Atlantic. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's a good win. It's a good fit, uh, and looking forward to seeing uh, again. You know, we saw throughout the season. You know, they they keep expanding and and adding more names and drivers uh, to their roster. So it's it's definitely a continually growing program, and we see a lot of. Uh, outdoor and indoor tracks, uh, adding the CRG brand to uh, to their uh, product line. Yeah, Speedway Indoor Karting, uh, of course, uh, Sarah Fisher's program, and they're going to probably add CRGs as well to Whiteland Raceway Park, which they purchased. Uh, they got brand new carts coming uh, at Speedway Indoor Karting right there in Speedway, Indiana, in the shadow of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. But you're right. Uh, obviously, the captain of the ship over at CRG Nordam, you and Jeffrey, does go back and forth between the factory. Uh, CRG Nordam is a direct factory team uh, at a, uh, you know, based in Texas, but working directly with Italy. And again, good, uh, good to see Tony Tesoro joining them. And well, we have this opportunity, you and Jeffrey, uh, happy birthday to him on December the 24th. Christmas Eve, happy birthday for you and Jeffrey. All right, let's uh, let's jump into a quick break, folks. This is episode number four of This Weekend Carding on the EKN Radio Network. Myself, Rob Howden, David Cole, back after this quick break. Hello, carding fans. This is Andy Saisman, and you are locked in to the EKN Radio Network. 
as a world leader in personal racing safety products with the sales and service staff and dealer network unmatched in motorsports, Simpson Performance Products is now the official North American distributor for Stilo helmets. In addition to their wildly popular auto racing helmets, Stilo is extremely excited to have made their move into the karting community with a pair of stellar options. Stilo has two helmets designed and manufactured specifically for karting. The Stilo ST5 CMR 2016 for kids and the Stilo ST5 Kart Snell K 2015 adult karting helmet. The company's karting helmets are directly derived from Stilo's auto racing helmets that are so popular at the top levels of racing. Drivers rave about the superior comfort levels as well as Stilo's lightweight construction and unparalleled field of vision, a crucial attribute for karting. For more information on Stilo, check them out at simpsonperformanceproducts.com slash Stilo or by following them on social media at Stilo USA. Fresh off of two USPKS Drivers National Championships and the Team Championship, Nitro Kart has some very exciting news for the youngest racers just getting started. The all-new Nitro Kart Kid Kart. Now beginning racers can enjoy the same kind of championship winning performance as Cadet Kart drivers. Designed in the USA and manufactured in Italy, the Nitro Kart Kid Kart features the same premium quality and engineering you've come to expect from Nitro Kart. Kid Karts are in stock now, so order yours today. Hi, this is Hayden Jones, Team Nitro Kart driver number 716 in KA100 Junior and X30 Junior. I just won my first national event and I couldn't have done it without Nitro Kart support. Nitro Kart has a few arrive and drive spots open for the cadet classes at Scusa Super Nats. They help me win and they'll help you too. For details, contact Nick Tucker at 704-818-7868. Look forward to seeing you at the track. Now let's hear what the experts have to say about Nitro Kart. The new year is upon us, and the Challenge of the Americas is the place to kick off 2019 as the premier winter karting series on the left coast. The program is entering its 12th season under the guidance of industry leader Andy Saisman and his fantastic series officials, promoting fun, exciting, and competitive racing throughout the winter months. The Challenge of the Americas is an official Rock Cup USA program featuring all seven of the categories from Micro Rock to Rock Shifter Senior. And they also have Rock Cup International Finals tickets to award to the series champions. Add in the new Tag 100cc Senior and Masters classes, all utilizing the Bridgestone tire, and the season is sure to be an exciting one. Prizes are awarded each weekend, along with entries to the Rock the Rio event in Las Vegas at the end of October. The series begins at Cal Speed Karting Center on February 8th, 9th, and 10th before heading to Arizona and the Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson on March 8th, 9th, and 10th as well. The championships will be decided once again as the program heads north to the Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center in Sonoma on April 5th, 6th, and 7th. Head over to challengekarting.com to learn more and to register today for the opening round for the entire series. It's time for the Challenge of the Americas, so let's rock. 
Hello, karting fans. This is JH Motorsports, and you're locked into EKN Radio Network. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode number four of This Week in Karting, where we highlight all the major news to hit the homepage on ekartingnews.com. David Cole, of course, handling the news desk, uh, everything that rolls in. He filters, gets ready to prep, and, and gets it out uh, up on the website and, of course, out on social media for you. David, uh, some cool news. Franklin Motorsports firming up their 2019 lineup. Kyle Tommy back, uh, Tommy rather back with Merlin. Could be his first full year in senior uh, with Team FMS. Uh, placed third in the USPKS X30 Junior Championship last year. And in addition, we're bringing Brandon Lemke back. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Lemke back home uh, with Franklin Motorsports and Team FMS and the Merlin brand. Uh, you know, something we saw at the Summer Nats this year. And I think, you know, Soraki just really likes working with Brandon, you know, obviously has been with him through cadets and junior and senior level competition. Uh, you know, and Lemke's obviously still uh, working uh, in the stock car ranks and trying to uh, promote himself through through that. But uh on those off weekends, you know, it, why not put, uh, put Lemke back in the cart? And, and again, like as the press release stated, you know, working with the younger drivers that, uh, that Rocky does have under the tent, you know, again, he, he gets a good crop of cadet drivers that he likes to bring up from, from the young age and bring them all the way up through the program. So, uh, Lemke's a, a good, uh, good person to have, uh, involved in that. Yeah, the whole Franklin Motorsports Merlin Nation deal, man, just always so strong. You know, everywhere we go, they've got these great young kids coming up, uh, whether it's in the in the micro and mini categories, into junior, and of course, uh, in the senior classes as well. Dave, talk a little bit about Kyle, uh, uh, Kyle Tommy a bit because you know you you really get a chance to watch him, you know, cover in the USPKS like you do. What are your thoughts on him moving into his first season of senior? I think he'll stand out right away. Um, you know, he as as the release said he over the last couple of years, he had his growth spurt that just made him big. I mean, not, not wide, but tall. And so you, yeah. again, you know, some of the junior drivers struggle with that, with that, uh, with that growth spurt. Um, Jeremy Fairburn was able to uh, utilize his, his height uh, to his advantage. And, and, and Tommy wasn't quite there yet, but just weight wise, just couldn't, couldn't keep it down to where the weight was for junior racing. So it was tough battling the younger kids at 20, 20 pound disadvantage. So uh, I think senior, you know, moving up to senior shouldn't be a problem. He's already done that a few races already uh, and shown pretty well uh, at the route 66 regional area uh, or season series. And uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, again, working with Lemke, working alongside him and having Soraki, you know, I think he'll jump right in and, and be able, uh, he'll obviously be fast right away. It's just, you know, it's that racecraft, you know, moving up to the senior level. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna see what happens because uh, Franklin Motorsports heading down to WK Kart Week in Daytona next week. So uh, we'll see uh, what both Lemke and Tommy can do. Moving on to more news that that hit the uh, the streets here again. This is a this week in karting podcast on the EKN Radio Network. North Texas Carters, the track in Denton, Texas, just north of Dallas, uh, have uh, really kicked things up for a winter series. Uh, a forty thousand dollar purse. Uh, $50 entry fee, but 500 bucks for first, 300 for second, 200 for third. It's a four-race series. All the categories racing for 500 bucks to win. You have to have at least five drivers in the class to get the payout, but pretty impressive. Uh, Four-race series, as I said. A couple races in January, two in February. Uh, January 12th and January 26th. 
February 9th and February 23rd. Those are the four races. Categories for kid carts, micro and mini swift, X30 junior and tag senior. So opening up to tag, not just X30. Uh, In 206, they've got junior one and junior two. They've got senior and heavy, and they'll have a 125cc stock shifter class as well. Uh, Maxwell Racing Product, or rather Maxwell Paper Products, the sponsor of the program. And man, Dave, 40000 bucks kicked up, 500 bucks to win in all of the races. That's pretty impressive. I like to see NTK digging hard on it. Yeah, it's one of the more historic uh, tracks and clubs uh, that we do have here in the United States. Obviously, being in the state of Texas, it's a lot easier for them to race all year round, which I'm kind of jealous about. So, uh, but again, right. the, 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 the regular season hasn't really started. So why not, you know, get people out at the club track and, and having a good time. And, and thankfully they're able to bring in Maxwell and, and provide a, a solid purse for, for people to come out and, and to race at Denton. I really hope that people step up to support it. Obviously there's some great racing going on in down in Texas. We'll talk more about, um, uh, the, the Texas sprint series as well. Um, but yeah, a lot of great racing down there. Denton, just one of those tracks that's been around for so long. Awesome club track, great racing. Uh, hopefully, they'll see a lot of people that will step up and 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 get there, get into that track, get into that club, and run these events, try to make a bit of money. Uh, Dave, let's cap off this section of this weekend karting and talk about the twenty four hours of Orlando. Uh, that new twenty four hour event at the Orlando Kart Center scheduled to go on March 29th, thirtieth, and thirty first. I. This is an event I wish I could go down to. I would love to be part of it. It sounds like a lot of fun. The concept is to try to kind of build an event similar to the famed Grania 500 uh, down in Brazil. Uh, they've got 17 teams already committed to this program. But, they, Dave, they just signed a, a, a title sponsor, which, which I think is really co- uh, cool, uh, SimCraft. Uh, the uh, the motion simulators, SimCraft motion simulator, signing on as the title sponsor of the 24 Hours of Orlando. They're going to just call it the SimCraft 24 um, but man, it's, it, I think it sounds like they're going to have a couple of their, you know, sim crafts down there, a couple of their simulators trackside. That's going to be tough if you're a 24 hour driver, you're going to want to be in the simulator the whole time. You got to sleep sooner or later. Well, it could be a good way to get your muscles, you know, woken up, you know, wake, get them, That's get them loose. Idea. So you go in the simulator for, you know, a couple, you know, a couple minutes, 10 minutes just to get loose. And then you hop right in the cart and do a, a two hour stint. So what, you know, nothing. Nothing too hard there, but uh, the endurance thing is something that's been seemed to be really popular uh, in the southeast. Uh, you know, obviously you have that endurance karting program as well too, but yep. but this is more towards uh, you know Briggs. This is a sur- surrounding the, the Briggs two hundred six uh, power plant with uh, regular competition carts instead of uh, rental carts uh, that you typically see in some of these uh, endurance racing events, but. Uh, so SimCraft has has a even has a team that's uh, going to be part of yeah. the event too, and and typically we've seen uh, Jordan and Ricky Taylor and some other uh, sports car or open wheel car drivers being part of that. So it should be, you know, this isn't just your rinky dink type event. I mean, there's going to be some shoes uh, racing in this event. I mean, we could even see maybe some of the Barrichello family in there. You never know, being in Orlando. 
True enough. And so it's going to happen at Orlando Karting Center. So you have a, a top level facility. So just to give you some insight on the, on the 24 hours of Orlando or the SimCraft 24, uh, if you don't know yet, it's again, as David said, it's a 206 program. So when you enter, you get a 206 engine that you get to keep. The team gets to keep the engine, but everybody gets a fresh engine. Uh, the, the crew at the, the event, the promoters will break all the engines in. So they'll be ready to go. You can either bring your own cart. Because I believe the tires are the tires are part of the entry. Tires well. so are part of it. Fuel are yeah. part of it. Yep. Fuel. That's right. So tires, fuel, and the engine, which you get to keep, are part of the entry. Yep. You can either bring your own cart to run, or they also have full uh, on our arrive and drive program with Tony carts based out of, our, of the Orlando Karting Center. So just it's this is a this is a race like a race with race carts, not with rental carts, not with the kind of four hire you know pro carts. This is full on two hundred six four cycle pro racing. This is. This is an event. I, 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 I'm glad it's getting some momentum right now, Dave. You know, they've got 17 teams already. I'd like to see 30 or 40 before it's all said and done, but they've got great momentum. This is something I think will be a really cool addition to our sport if they're able to get this thing to grow some roots. It sounds like they're off to a good start. Yeah, the only downside to the weekend they chose is there's obviously I'll be at the WK event. So that kind of takes away the the opportunities for others to uh, to get involved with this program. So hopefully maybe next year, uh, the scheduling gods will help with everything and put this on a weekend where there is no racing. Uh, unfor- well, all, those, un- all those open weekends. Yeah. Unfortunately, as we, we saw in my previous column, uh, there's not very many open weekends on the Eastern no. side. So folks, again, there it is. The 24 hours of Orlando now with a new sponsor. We'll just call it the SimCraft 24. It's going to be awesome. Let's have another quick break here, folks. When we get back, David and I got some Scusa news to hit on. We're going to talk about the Texas Sprint Racing Series, and then we'll talk about the EKN podcast as well. Stick with us. More to come on this edition of This Week in Karting. This is Jake French, and you are listening to the EKN Radio Network. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience. We can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at franklincart.com where all of our products are just a mouse click away and we ship daily. We're constantly adding new products to our online store so keep checking back. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, and of course, our championship winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find molecule cleaning products, minus 273 racing gloves, micron gauges and components, and both MG and Bridgestone tires. If you're ready to take your racing to the next level, come and join us at Team FMS. We've been supplying racers with start to finish support at race events for many years providing a helping hand on weekday test outing or at a club event to full arrive and drive packages at the highest level of karting competition. For 2019, we'll be attending the Superkart USA Winter Series, WK Manufacturers Cup, United States Pro Kart Series, and the Route 66 Kart Racing Series. And we'd love to have you under our tent at Merlin Nation. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. Are you done with the cold weather already? And are you ready for the 2019 season to get underway? If you're planning to race with Supercarts USA next year, we have the answer. 
spring training is only a few weeks away. The Scusa Winter Series is back for its second season, and AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex is the place to be in January and February. The IAMI SSE 175cc Gearbox class will be making its debut in Pro and Master Shifter, and all the Pro Tour classes will be on the docket, including Micro and Mini Swift, KA100 Junior and Senior, and X30 Junior, Senior, and Master. The popular Briggs 206 Senior and Masters classes are back for 2019, so throw your cart in the back of the truck or into the trailer and escape the winter cold. Registration is open for the first round of the series, which will fire up the 2019 season on the January 11, 12, 13 weekend. You can get all the program's information on supercartsusa.com or register now at motorsportsreg.com. This is Jim McKinney, and you're listening to EKN Radio Network 24-7. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, another edition of This Week in Karting. Uh, David Cole and I breaking down some of the news that hit the EKN homepage over the last 7 to 10 days. Uh, David, uh, a couple of bits coming for Supercarts USA, of course, just a couple of weeks away from them kicking off their second running of the Scusa Winter Series, two events held this year down at AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex. They'll go in two different directions in January and February. Uh, first bit of news, um, you and I both have our, probably our feelings on it. I'm not a big fan, but uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in Europe in terms of the age limits for the junior and senior categories. Scusa electing to do a, a trial for, of lowering the, the minimum age. They know they get a lot of international drivers coming over uh, to run the winter series. So as a trial for the winter series, they're going to drop the minimum age for X30 junior and KA100 junior to 11 years of age and X30 senior and KA100 senior to 14 years of age. David, I, I looked over the, you know, I really read the press release a couple of times to get a good feel for it. You know, Joe Janowski, director of competition. If you if you read between the lines, it was a kind of a thing where, and, you know, they're doing it in Europe. We feel like we're almost hamstrung that we, we have to do it over here. But we're, we're making sure that we could come back the other direction if we don't like it. And it's going to be – it feels like it's going to kind of be on a case-by-case basis. Personally, I would go the other direction and make you have to be 16 to be in senior. But then you mentioned, in, you know, in talking about Kyle Tommy and, and, and Jeremy Faber, and there's a lot of 14-year-old juniors that just can't make weight, even in the junior category. It's a, it, This is a – it's a tough – Six and one half dozen of the other, but Scusa kind of trying to fall in line a bit with European karting and dropping those age limits a little bit for junior and senior. Well, there's a lot of different ways you can look at this, as you said. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, weight being one of them. Uh, not only for those drivers who are heavy, um, it's a good, it, it, it allows them the opportunity to move into the senior category, yet they're not there age wise, but they are there weight wise. But you look at it on the flip side to where you have a 14-year-old that weighs 65 pounds. How is this kid going to move up to race you know, senior yeah. at 65 pounds when the, the cart itself is going to be three times his weight? So uh, yeah. that's one way of looking at it. Uh, the other way of looking at it, it, you know, in terms of the junior category, same thing with weight. But, you know, you have experience, 11 years old and 15 years years old because some of them actually turned 15 during their last junior year um that's a lot of maturity difference 
uh, between 11 yeah, and 15. That's the big one. Uh, so that's another way of yeah. looking at it. Uh, another way of looking at it is just guy, your parents who just want to move their kids up no matter what. Um, so there's, there's a lot of talk of that going on in social media. Uh, frankly for me, yeah, I, I, I don't agree with it. I, I liked, I liked the 12 years old where it was for juniors. And I liked the 15 year old where it was for seniors, because again, it still gave those, those matured kids who, who uh, the ability to move up when they can. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. Well, you know, one of the things, and I agree with what you said there. And one of the things that I always say to any parent that I talk to, and I'll add, I'll add my opinion in here. I, pe- people that move their kids up before they become a top level winning driver are doing their children a disservice. You need to let your son or daughter learn how to run up front. You need to let them learn how to win races. If, if they've moved to junior and they're finally into the top 10, they have one more year in junior keep them in junior. Let them learn how to win. Let them learn how to to take a lead, defend a lead, lose a lead, and go back at it. Let them learn how to battle for a championship. If if, if they're finishing 10th place and you move them to senior, you're throwing to the dogs. It it doesn't make any sense. You've robbed them of an opportunity to learn, a crucial opportunity to learn, and that's learning how to win and learning how to, again, lead, lose the lead, take it back. You know, in the interview I did with Ryan Norberg, and David, I'm sure you listened to it. One of the best things he said was the maturity that he had and developed when he was able to calm himself down. He was running second, gets pushed back to fifth. The instant deal is I got to get my spots back. But, you know, Ryan, at 20 years of age, has that maturity where he says, hey, you know what? I'm good. I'll work forward. I'll I'll run to the limit of my chassis. That's the, That's what you have to let your young driver develop. And I think if you're thinking about trying to move your kids to cars, all you need to look at is where the primary success has been over the last number of years, and it's kids that are 18, 19, and 20 years of age at the very first level, say F4 or the Mazda Road to Indy. You know, if you're running in the Road to Indy in USF 2000, it's the Oliver Askews, the Kyle Kirkwoods. Those are the kids. They're not 14, 15, 16. The guys that are, are the best coming into the opening levels of the, of the Road to Indy or whatever it may be in, in entry-level racing, those are the guys that ran a couple, two, three years of senior. It's it's in senior where you learn. You need, to, you need to run senior a couple of years after you've learned to win in junior. That's my feeling. At least. Well, it's almost like, okay, well, let's just – Let's just cap X30 at years 14 to 18. Once you turn 18, go go pro shifter. I mean, it's because why, why are, you know, like as you said, why are some of these guys at 22 and, and 23, why are they racing 14 year olds? It, it, well, again, they're not, they don't want to race 14 year olds. They want to race, right? But if you, if you're a, if you're a, a, a single speed guy, you're running X30 uh, senior, you're running a, a rock senior, whatever it may be. You want to, you want to keep running until you're 25 years old, 30 years old until you go to masters. You you know you're still you're at the top of your game. Remember, the sport's not all about just Dave. You you not talking about this? It's not about just moving people to cars. The sport is a sport in and of itself. You're a badass top level guy. The guy who's 20 doesn't want to race against a 14 year old, but it's because of what's going on in the CIK and FIA that they're pushing for this to lower, lower, lower. The, the limits so guys can get out into cars earlier, that's the issue, I believe. Well, we, then we need to change the pro tour to just scuse a tour because it's not professional when you're, when you're 14 <laughs> years old. I mean, really. I mean, we don't see 14-year-olds racing Supercross in the 450. I mean, it, it's just, yeah, I hear you, you know, we don't, we don't see a 14-year-old racing IndyCar. We don't see that. It's, you know, 
at at this, we, then uh, we need a semi pro. Really, is what we need too. We need ah, uh, there you go. We need well, you listen, fourteen. We fourteen about- to eighteen is semi pro, and then anything above that is is pro. And those are those well, are the Tom, guys that are going to race for the money. Tom Kutcher and I talked about this a couple of years ago, and you know, there's only so much room on the schedule. And when there was S one and S two for for shifter, the pro and semi pro stock Honda categories, he and I had a talk over beer one day, and it's like, why don't we have? At that point, it was tag. It wasn't even X30. Why don't we have T1 and T2? Tag pro, tag semi-pro. And, the, the, it, you know, it's the guys that are are 17 and up that run in the pro class and four to, whatever, 15 to 17 run in semi-pro, right? That's Well, we can't do that now because they've added K100, senior, uh, K100, uh, junior. Yeah. But that's an option, right? It's that's an, an option, option, but it's not the option that they're going with. They're, they're not, No, you're right. They're becoming an IKF and WK-based system where they have so many classes for people to run and not enough time in the day for people to actually enjoy an event anymore. Well, we'll see how it all shakes down this year. Let's let, let's continue on with this weekend. Oh, I want to talk more about this. (laughs) Well, uh, listen, you know what? I want to table it because this sounds like a really good, uh, round table. And that's going to be the new podcast folks that we're going to start in 2019, the round table. I, I like this. This should be our first topic. We'll talk about class structure, what we need to do. You and I will get a couple other people uh, on the podcast here. We need to discuss this because I want to get more input and what people think about this because it's obviously we're making a really fundamental shift in the platform and the structure of our sport when we're, when we're dropping down to 14-year-old kids running in senior. right? So we, so we need two parents – Two race team managers and a, maybe two promoters or one promoter, something like that. Wow, that's big. That's a lot. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. And maybe a driver, maybe a eighteen to twenty year old driver to get his feeling on it too. Oh, well, you already know, you already know what they think. <laughs> <laughs> True enough. Yeah. Hey, well, Norberg said straight up. He goes, "There's some kids that I run against." He goes, "There's some twenty year olds I, I don't I don't want to run against, but there's some sixteen year olds that have great racecraft." Right. It's the individual. So it comes it down to licensing. Oh, dude, dude. Okay. It's the, the podcast. You know what? This is this week in karting. I'm not, teasing. I'm teasing. It's not, called a teaser. Not, not how we fix karting. Oh, yeah. my bad. I thought that's the title. No, it's this week in karting. It's the we last one, on. isn't it? It's our last it's one. The, Dave, it's the news that came on e-karting news this week. Oh, you posted it all. Right? I did. I did. Table I did. this. I've already Deep thought breath. of all of this in my head, so I got to get Deep it breath. out. And you know what it is? The frustration of Christmas is already coming. I can feel it in your voice. That damn remote. <laughs> Dude, the kids are coming through the door in an hour or so, jacked up on sugar yeah. cookies. Let's finish this up. I got things to do. <laughs> uh, EK and listeners, we apologize for for uh, throwing you into this uh, this little debacle we got going here. More scoos of news hitting the EKN homepage this past week. Um couple new partners, David. Uh, you know, last year, Supercarts USA with the Winter Tour bringing in the uh, the 206 Senior and Masters category. They're going to do that again here this year. But they're hooking up with uh, Ricer Racing, Rudy Ramsarup, who has been a player and really been part of the foundation of karting in Florida for about 25 years. Rudy and his Ricer Racing program. The South Florida Karting Club, which we've talked about. Mark Julian, we've interviewed, uh, interviewed him on the Operation Grassroots podcast doing incredible things for 206 racing down in South Florida. And in addition, uh, AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex, uh, Eric Jones, everybody down there, 
They've got together to support the Briggs 206 racers for the upcoming Scusa Winter Series. They're going to kick in some dough to sponsor it a little bit. So the entry fee is going to drop by essentially 50%. Uh, 450 bucks entry fee for senior and master. That's Friday practice, Saturday racing, Sunday racing, and a set of Avinco tires. Kudos to those three, those three operations for stepping up saying, we want to support 206 racing on the Winter Series. Gives a lot of exposure for it. Um, but yeah, we'll be talking about Rice Racing, the South Florida Car Club, and the track, uh, AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex, all weekend long. That's just cool to see them step up. Well, another reason why we can't have a semi X30 senior class is because of the Briggs class. But <laughs> anyway. Well, and every class. It just. But anyway, classes. yeah, no, right. it's. Um, it, the, the reason why Briggs is at the winter series is because of, of those partners that Scusa is, uh, bringing on board. You know, it's, it's really strong Briggs, Briggs and Stratton 206 racing right now in South Florida, especially, uh, at the AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex. Um, and I'm a little jealous because I would love to go down there, not only to watch the racing, but I'd love to be part of, of that category that's down there because that, you know, racing a Briggs at that track just looks like a lot of fun to do. I love the track. I, I ran it back in the early 2000s uh, in at the Florida Winter Tour in my shifter. Man, just I love that track. And yeah, you'd, I'm sure you'd love to be on on track with it. But again, kudos to them for for stepping up with the Scusa Winter Series discounted entry package for those 206 drivers either in Florida or the guys north who want to get out of the cold and get their butts down and do some racing in uh, in South Florida. Uh, one of the other things that, that's hit over the last couple, actually, last couple of months, to be honest, on EKN, is this kind of rebirth for the International Kart Federation, the IKF. Uh, uh, you know, starting a, a new, pro, well, con- essentially rebranding and connecting with the Can-Am Karting Challenge up in the Pacific Northwest. That's a new region for the IKF. They uh, have actually officially named the KPX Championship in NorCal as an IKF region, and David now expanding. Uh, to connect with the Texas Sprint Racing Series, uh, which is the, the program that runs the uh, the Micro Mini Swift, X30 Junior, Senior, and Master, the K100 Junior, Senior, and Master, and, and LO206 Cadet, Junior 1, Junior 2, Senior, and Master. So essentially 206, K100, X30, and the Swift engines, along with kid carts, uh, with the Texas Sprint Racing Series, now involved with the IKF. It's really cool to see the IKF kind of getting kind of uh, this rebirth after almost essentially falling away dead. Supercarts USA, Tom Cutcher coming in, picking it up. And they really are keeping focused on the grassroots level, which I think is key, especially for the West Coast uh, countries or West Coast states, rather. Yeah, you stated exactly what I was going to say. It's it's focused more at the grassroots level because yeah. this isn't this isn't your, uh, your traveling series that it brings all the big teams together. It, it's a lot of privateers. Yeah, there are some teams involved in it, but uh, it's more of uh, of your, as you said, grassroots traveling series that that hits. You know, as you said, Gulf Coast car, Cartways is is a is a grassroots track. You know, Denton, as we talked about earlier, grassroots track. Hill Country Cart Club, another grassroots track. So uh, that's kind of what um, IKF has has kind of turn their focus on is is hitting these grassroots tracks with with either not only club support but to get these traveling programs uh uh on the same page with one another yeah i think we saw it last year when they when they ran the grand nationals uh in in california 
uh, kind of the first Grand Nationals for the new IKF. The, the, uh, the KPX guys really stepping up to, to put that event on, but it was focused on 206 and KA100, right? It's that four-cycle spec program that Briggs has brought in. It's this new 100cc, the, the new version of 100cc engines that we're working on that have just gained so much momentum and so much excitement. Uh, but yeah, good to see the IKF. Uh, again, essentially their third program, adding uh, the KNM karting, which is going to be their Pacific Northwest region, KPX, the NorCal region. I'm assuming we're going to hear one in SoCal coming down the line, but of course, uh, moving into Texas. And, and as you said, David, you brought up uh, a couple of great tracks, North Texas Carters in Denton, Gulf Coast Carters in Katy, Hill Country Car Club, but they'll be kicking off in the middle of February, 16th and 17th of February, the opening round of the Texas Sprint Racing Series at Speed Sports Racing Park in Houston. Uh, one thing, I, actually, you know what? I was I was kind of messing around on the computer before I went to bed last night. Boom, I get a message from, from uh, Garrett Randolph saying, hey, the KPX guys are live announcing the schedule. So I jumped on Facebook Live. A lot of people doing Facebook Live, David, after we did our, our uh, Q&As at the Supernats. I like seeing that. People are leveraging it. We're going to do a lot of it in 2019 as well. But they rolled out the schedule. And uh, you know, I'll, we'll talk to Chris Rossi and Kenny Manchester to make sure that we can get uh, a press release announcing the, the official schedule for the KPX Championship next year. Of course, that program, Briggs 206 and, uh, and KA100. But I don't know if it's released yet, but Chris Rossi kind of dropping the bomb that it sounds like the IKF Grand Nationals next year potentially going to the Pacific Northwest. That's so, that's the rumor. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the rumor. I think that's kind of what uh, you know with makes sense. Yeah, yeah, with the association with the Can Am Karting Challenge up there. Um, so yeah, I, I think uh, it has the ability to uh, to head up there. If the, we have the weekend off, we may need to see if we can go get ourselves a Duffy. Oh, I need a Duffy. I'd love one. That'd be fun. I'd love to go up and run Masters. That'd be a blast. So it'll it'll go great next to my PRI trophy that I earned a long time ago. That's right. You won the PRI PRI Cardi Classic Media Shootout. That's pretty much the only major trophy I have. Do you remember who Um, you beat? Jeremy Shaw. Jeremy Shaw. That's right. Who I just saw. I had no idea. He used to do Champ Car TV. Oh yeah, like, I had no idea. Like yeah. I knew he was involved in in motorsports for a long time, but uh, IndyCar was showing an old Champ Car like race that Ryan Hunter Ray, Ray won probably back when he was a rookie or something. And, and there, there he was. Yeah, a little Jeremy, less gray hair, but <laughs> Jeremy Shaw's been around a long time. Veteran journalist, yeah. of course, he runs the Team USA scholarship that uh, sends drivers uh, in F sixteen hundred to the Formula Ford Festival and the Walter Hayes Trophy. And man, you look at the list of drivers that Jeremy's put on Team USA, and it's it's almost a who's who of American karting as well, right? So many of those guys, uh, of course, came through karting and and, and went to to run with uh, with Jeremy's program. But yeah, you. Uh, you were able to top him at the PRI Karting Classic. That was a great event uh, at the PRI show down in Orlando. So, David, we're going to cap things off here. That's it for the news. Let's have a look at the EKN podcast review, the recent shows that we've done since our last This Week in Karting. Of course, all of our podcasts, once David preps them, gets them up, they're available on iTunes or Google Play. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And If you are already a subscriber, do us a favor. Go on iTunes, go on Google Play, give us a review. It's important for that. Uh, it kind of gives us some momentum within those those uh, those entities. So uh, give us a review. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. David, what have you po- posted up most recently as a podcast? Of course, everything coming out on EKN Radio first, but after the week week or so, you prep as a podcast. 
What have you got up on the podcast channel thus far? Well, a couple that we talked about last time uh, was the Industry Insider with Margay's Keith Freiber. Uh, obviously, with Daytona Cart Week coming up, the Margay Ignite program is going to be there. So that's a good one to tune in. Uh, our ECAN debrief from Scusa Super Nationals 22. Uh, that that's been up there for a little bit now, but, uh, some of the newer ones that we just posted, uh, industry insider with Andy Saisman from challenge of the Americas and the new California rock championship. So that's always good to, to talk with Andy and listen in to hear what he has to say. Uh, and of course last week's this week in carding, uh, not what's wrong with carding, but this week in carding. <laughs> I'm glad to know that uh, from December 13th. So that's also available now in podcast. I know that we're running out of time with, with Christmas coming. Uh, you're home for a couple of days there. You have, obviously the weekend and Christmas 27th of December, you head uh, down to Daytona for WK cart week, but we've got a couple other ones. We're going to try to prep up as well. Correct. Yeah. We're going to get the, the hot seat that you did with Ryan Norberg. We'll get that up uh, on podcast form. The, what's playing on uh, ECAN radio right now, Industry Insider yep. with WK's Kevin Williams and Mike Tetrell. Uh, you'll be able to listen to that on the way either to Day- Daytona or while you're in Daytona getting ready uh, on setup day. Uh, so those will be available uh, probably both on the 26th. We'll just get those right up. That's a great idea too, uh, to get that up for everybody. But again, we'll, we'll be playing those this weekend as well, uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday through Christmas. Uh, make sure you go to the EKN Radio Network if you want some carding content. Those uh, those will, of course, be streaming. Coming up, though, as we get ready to cap off this edition of This Weekend Carding, uh, again, as I said, David Cole, EKN Live. Uh, David and Eric Brennan heading down to Daytona International Speedway for another running of Daytona Cart Week. And it was interesting, David, talking to uh, to Mike Tetro and Kevin Williams. I think Kevin said it's the 45th time WK has been at Daytona. That blows me away. Yeah, because originally it was just road racing uh, on the yeah. 24-hour yeah. course. Uh, we brought in sprint racing probably what? Well, oh, 15 years ago now. I think we were at we were among we were at one of the first few that we went to. I think. Agreed. So uh, yeah, yeah. And then obviously you had the dirt program that used to run at the stadium and now runs outside turns one and two of the uh, of the oval. Uh, so yeah, Daytona has been part of really WK's identity, uh, dating back to, I think it was 1974. So I will say this, one of my claims to fame, at least myself claim to fame in my career. I have the bumper sticker still that they used to give out. I made the main at Daytona and the dirt track. I made both mains in both uh, senior champ. And I think it was a senior champ and Tecumseh, a star champ. Running with uh, Ronnie, Mil- uh, Ronnie, uh, not Ronnie Miller, uh, Todd Miller, and, and his brother Jody Miller. I ran a uh, uh, Phantom chassis, big buggy, qualified sixth in both races. I think I finished twelfth and fifteenth. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. I, I I made the mains on road racing in ninety six and ninety eight. Don't you make so the main when you count? Don't you make the main when you when you enter in road racing? Yeah, yeah. yeah but I made it. I there, made was a, it. there was a hundred drivers. In uh, in senior champ that year, and I qualified on the very last lap. I threw one down and and qualified six. It was all that's it, all tires and all all uh, all chassis. But man, I had a good time. That was so much that's fun. A, that was when you used to could right. I used to be fast, Dave. I used to be fast. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing with what's coming up, folks. Ek and live, of course. As I said, David and Eric Brennan will be at the Manufacturers Cup Cart Week. 
Uh, Man, Man Cup will be live. Of course, David will be reporting as he can uh, on road race and dirt as well. More on road race than dirt, but we'll give you a little bit of information. No, 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 no. I, I'm going to. Hey. Was it? It's so it'll be Thursday is moving day. So they actually are. I think they rate. No, I think they race. No, it's the 28th. The 28th, I'll spend a lot of my day during the during road race practice day just to kind of see everybody yep. and hang out. And then that that night, I'll probably hit the dirt track and and get some uh, social media clips up uh, on photos and a little videos Perfect. here and there. And we've talked about this, and David still wants to do this. You want to do the triple, right? I do. David wants to run dirt. He wants to run road race, and he wants to run Man Cup. I don't have enough week. I do. I don't have enough weekends right now available, even to be down there at Daytona again next year because I'm on the road so much. Uh, then I can't do it next year. Well, we'll figure. We got to figure something out because I think that would be absolutely badass to try to run at least one race in all three disciplines. I think it'd be kickass. It would right. be easy. What? It would be easy <laughs> as long as somebody was taking care of all the stuff for you, so you can just go jump it and go. Right. Yeah, that's what pro drivers do, right? You are a pro, Dave. No doubt. Uh, again, continuing with EKN Live a couple of weeks after David's in Daytona, I will be heading down to Miami and Homestead for the opening round of the Scusa Winter Series. Of course, live coverage there uh, on EKN. Big thank you to uh, Cooper Tires for being, again, signing back on as our presenting sponsor of our EKN Trackside Live Tour for 2019. Man, dude, 2019. 26 events I think we got scheduled uh, for the upcoming year for you and I, Dave. It's going to be a busy one for sure. Always, always busy. We're done, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us again. Our final podcast, of the 2018 season, number 53 uh, podcast for this year. Uh, we're planning on doing a lot more next year. Again, we talked about, of course, through this podcast, talked about uh, doing our roundtable. That's something we're going to be looking at for sure. Uh, of course, my new book at podcast is coming in. We got a good little group of podcasts Maybe a couple of new ones coming in as well. Uh, we hope you're enjoying listening to the EKN Radio Network. We're thrilled doing it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we've had some great interviews through 2018. And a big thank you to those who took time to talk to us here on EKN Radio. David, uh, fantastic year, bud. Uh, you're the one behind the what, what do we call you? The ass behind the glass. The you're ass the guy behind the, the glass. Yes. You've produced all these. All I do is talk. You've produced all these. Yeah, I, I, I have the hard job. You do, you have the easy job talking. I mean, talking you, can talk, you can talk for hours, talk for <laughs> hours, and it, it, it's kind of annoying, but yes, you can do it, and you do the, a good the, job at it. The, I appreciate that, Dave. You know, the, the rough thing for you is not only do you have to listen to my voice while we do these, then you go have, have to go back and listen to it again when you're prepping. Yeah, I don't even like listening to my voice when I'm editing, but uh, yeah, listening to you over and over again. That's why I keep trying to say we need more we need more voices to do our commercials because at least then Great. it's not just you all the time. We'll hook that up for 2019. We'll get some more voices in here. <laughs> David, listen, bud. Have a great Christmas. I know the kids are coming through the door pretty soon. I appreciate you taking the time out uh, before the kids roll in. Um, dude, have fun. Christmas is around the corner, bud. couple days off. Happy holidays to everybody. There it is, folks. David Cole, and I'll uh, I'll echo his sentiments. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year to everyone. We're going to be back on the other side in 2019 with podcast number one, as we aim to potentially do about 100 in 2019. Thank you so much for joining us, folks. We appreciate it. We love that you're listening to the EKN Radio Network. We love that you've downloaded the EKN Radio Network app on iTunes and Google Play. Thank you so much. Have a great holiday season. My name is Rob Howden. Bye for now.